Amen. <clears throat> I thank God for bringing us here. May God's name be praised. So, <clears throat> you remember the last podcast I was eating fruits and then <laughs> I saw I wasn't concentrating, so I left it. So by the time I was ending it, I was so drained. So I went to eat and I was like, let me rest more. Maybe God wants me to rest. And I saw that, no, God doesn't want me to rest. So God brought me back. I thank God. It's already 12 a.m. We have nice prayers, but before the nice prayers, I have to do one podcast before the nice prayers by God's grace. So if God gives me the strength, I'll still come for the three other podcasts. <gasps> This night, so that by tomorrow, it will be updated. What do I mean by updated? That means we can now start doing one per day. So I'll be so grateful if God can do that. <laughs> I'll be so grateful because this has always been my dream. So that means I do morning prayers in the morning. I do evening prayers in the evening. I do night prayers in the night. Then in between... I do some other things like um, website, graphic designs, and um, all many other things <laughs> because it's plenty. What God is asking me to do is a lot. Blogging, website design, and also, what is this other one? The online course. I have not filled it up, so I need to fill it up. So, if if these things are updated, you know, it will really be nice. Then I'll also be sharing all these podcasts, all these things online on my social media platforms. So, I'm so grateful to God. May the name of our God be praised. Thank you, Jesus. You know, this, this path that God is taking me through, it's not an easy path. But it's worthwhile. Everyone that has created great things for people today they had to go through this path i'm going and that is that is why god is allowing me to preach it that is not is not you are not uh under bondage you are not under a cause if god is giving you the chance to be the first person to make a great path for people you know well, okay, I think I'm talking too much. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us again. Please accept our praises and thanks in Jesus' name. Father, I'm so grateful for all what you have been um, teaching me, leading me, putting in my mouth to say thank you for everything. Father, many times I look at myself like, God, how did I get here? <laughs> but I return all glory to you. Thank you for the grace to continue. Thank you, you didn't allow me to be filling up my day with other things that can take me away from your presence. Thank you, Lord, you are bringing me closer every now and then. Oh, God, I return all the glory to your name in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we are here again to hear from you. This is another topic, even though it looks like the series of what you have been speaking to us. But definitely... It's another topic and we will need you to speak to us more. 
with all these things. You are hammering all these topics to us because they are very important. That's why you have brought it out in several topics. It's the same topic. There can be a sermon one day, and one topic, and all these things will be said in under that topic. But today you are giving us a chance to to hear it again in another topic. Father, please open our understanding. Give us the spirit of God to say, God, I surrender to you. God, I will do your will. God, I am available. God, I am yours. Please help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, come and have your way. At the end, let your glory return to you. Father, I pray for the spirit of God to fill me. I pray for the power of God to fill me. Fill me up with the power of God in the name of Jesus. Father, come and have your way. Take control, take glory. Father, take charge. Put all your words in my mouth. Give me your chances. Don't let me speak words of my own. Usually, we as human beings, we have those things that when we say them, they are our words. But tonight, I want to speak your words. Please help me. Take glory. And let the world do what you are saying it has to do. Let it bring people to yourself. Even I myself, let it make me to remain in your side. Don't let this world stand against me. Don't let me start doing contrary to them. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. <clears throat> Thank God. Yes. So I was talking about Pastor Kumuyi. You know, when Pastor Kumuyi started his ministry, you know, I listened to one of his sermons recently. He said... Nobody supported him. That they were all looking at him like he was a rebel. But he knows what God sent him to do. You understand? And many people were, were listening to his message and were like, ah, is this thing possible? Can people really be this uh, holier than thou before God? You understand? Even though today people are turning the church to something else. Because many of them are just trying to do... Um, how do I put it? To follow what they are doing in the church, not really having an encounter with salvation, with God Himself. You understand? By the time you are acting like wannabe, and we have discussed it sometimes ago that salvation is not wannabe. When the Bible says, He that is born of God does not commit sin, it's not that you are trying not to sin, <laughs> it's not you, it's not your power, you are not. Falling into sin and falling out of sin. You can't. He said he cannot sin because he's born of God. So that's why nowadays the church is like that. Because, you know, from the dressing, if you dress like them, you know, you can automatically think you are still right with God. That's why I always share on my Facebook that dressing is nothing. (laughs) If you are judging a woman by dressing, then you might be very wrong. But get close to this woman. You understand? I'm not saying that should be a reason to dress um, indecently. But I'm trying to say that some people can be very well covered and they are they are sleeping around. Just like when I was in university in Nigeria, you know? Many of those girls, they are, I noticed that I, I couldn't do many things they were doing. And yeah, they are the ones that their dressing is, is long, you know, very... <laughs> I mean, I'm just this carefree kind of person. I don't know if it's a good quality, but I'm, you know, when I say I'm carefree, like I understand the reason why I'm doing something. I know why I want to do something. 
I'm not doing it because you said I should do it. Sometimes I follow some of the laws they put in the church that, okay, let's do this thing. But sometimes God can change it. You understand? So who am I going to obey at that time? Am I still going to obey you or God? So so that's it. So that's why what I mean by I'm carefree kind of person. So if I see that there's a reason to do something and this is from God, why not? Why won't I do it? Like my childhood church now, they said don't don't use medicine. And that was why I didn't go for medicine and surgery at first. But later on, God said, do medicine. All the signs were there that God wants me to be a medical doctor. God wants me to study medicine and graduate and become a medical doctor. Because it's in me. It's part of the things God wants me to do in life. These things I'm doing, they're all related to being a medical doctor. But it's just the path I must pass through before I become that medical doctor. And God doesn't even want me to become an ordinary medical doctor. Like just medical doctor alone. God doesn't want that for me. God wants me to to explore as much as possible. You understand? So what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that it's one person that will first of all do something. And if God has has assigned you that this is my daughter, this is my son, should be the one to start this thing first. It's not going to be easy. Nobody has done it before. You see, a lot of, let's take for example now. One day I was watching one, is it documentary they call all these things, are no movies, when people are just talking, you know, when they're asking questions and stuff like that. I don't think it's documentary, but they were just asking questions like interview and he was answering. He, his father was a pastor, so he just took over the church. And it was easy for him. Then it now rang in my mind that if he was the one that God called to start a ministry, it wouldn't be that very easy. You understand? When you God is asking you to build something, to build foundation of something, look at many people today that are saying God of Babalala, God of Babala. When Babalala was building that foundation, it wasn't easy. He had to go on several days fasting. For the foundation to be built. For many of them today, once they call God or Babala, the fire burns. God does whatever they're asking him to do through that calling. You understand? So what am I trying to say here is that sometimes, sometimes, it's good to compare ourselves to others. Even the Bible says something that comparing themselves to to themselves, they became unwise. Or how did God even say it? God said it's not good. But when I say compare, I'm not saying compare in a way that you will feel down with yourself. But like, okay, I'm supposed to have done this. You understand? At least today now, when I was walking on the road, it's already a new day now. When I was walking on the road and I saw people driving cars, I know that I'm already in that state that I'm sh- I should be driving car, you understand, but at least, but then, I still know I must still wait on the Lord, you understand what I'm trying to say, that my, that some of my men that are driving car, that some of my men that have not even drive car, so, that are not driving cars, but at least, when I see some that drive, I know that, if I have car at this stage of my life, I'm not, 
I'm not behind. I mean, I'm not too much ahead. You understand? It's just like when a five-year-old asks his father, a father or his father that I want to start um, running a company. Even if the father has that company, at that age, he's not capable. But what I'm trying to say is that by comparing ourselves with others, it's not like comparing ourselves and then condemning ourselves and then feeling depressed with our situation. But comparing the sense that we'll be like, okay, I think I'm already at that stage where I can do this. Many of my mates are getting married. Many have, have gotten married for a long time. So if I, I, I have married now, I'm still on the right path, you understand? There was a stage of my life when I was in secondary school, university, that if I, if I get married at that time, I might be, I might be too much ahead. Like it's not the right time, but right now is the right time. So that's what I mean when I say comparing ourselves. Not really comparing in such a way that will make you leave the path that God wants to take you. You understand? Because everyone has paths, and I want you to also know that when God created us in this world, He has purposes for creating us. God doesn't just create people and and um, and without plans, without something tangible that God wants them to do. If you go and notice today that a lot of people are becoming superstars easily, go and look at it online. Small moments, someone has become star. Small moments, someone has become star. Some their star is on YouTube. Some their star is Instagram. You know, so many. That is to show you that the same way. God has plans for all of us. In the olden days, it wasn't like that. Just one person becomes star and everybody will calling them star. You understand? But now, a lot of people go and look at gospel music musicians today. There are a lot nowadays. So what is he trying to tell us? He's trying to tell us that people are beginning to realize their destiny nowadays. Now that there is no job that will keep you and calm in such a way that you don't explore yourself, you know, because in the olden days, they used to just have job. They work on the city, then they retire. But nowadays, the job was out of the place. So it made people to go to the inner mind. What is really in me? What talent do I have? So they started bringing in talent. And that is, that is the plan of God for each one of us. That we should always look inwards. What is that gift God has put in me? What can I do that even if I don't get money from this thing, I'm still fine? That I can do for fun. And I can do continuously, continuously. That it can even bring money for me. You understand? So that's it. So may God help us. So another example of that uh, pastor I was saying that his father has already built church and developed it. Another example is all this Mount Zion children. You understand? Mount Zion ministry children. You see them, they just went into it. You know, sometimes I just imagine that if these children have to start something that God asked them to do, you know, it will be very difficult. So that is it. But look at them. They are just shining on the glory of their parents, you know. And to me, in some kind of ways, I want to believe that most of us, God wants us to start something. Because that is when the glory will really, really be there. We are just building on somebody else's foundation. It's, it's always, it lessens 
the 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 greatness or so i don't know but whichever way whichever way but i'm just trying to encourage us that if you don't have any foundation you are building on and god has taken you through the path where you have to start it all over start it from the scratch by yourself allow god to do it you are one of the lucky people in the world you are one of the most most people that God's eyes is upon. You don't know how much God invests in anything he wants to do. Things that so nobody has done before. You are trying to break a financial bondage, financial financial um, embarrassment in your family. You know, you will go through a lot to achieve it. You had parents, you had family, you had brothers, you had uncles they couldn't overcome it then you want to do it in god's way not in bound down to the devil not in doing money rituals you will go through a lot but eventually the lord will do it if you keep trusting in him so too much of talking sorry i was talking like that i thought that we need to advise ourselves and it's also related to all these topics they are all in their series so the topic for now is doing liberal job is integrity. Some people don't know. So God wants to teach us that it is integrity. Today is another new dinner. So let me use yesterday to the example that God showed me, you know. God showed me that example. Then he told me, this is an example for the topic I gave you. You know, when I went out yesterday, I was really asking God, God, why did I go out? When I got to the church, the church was locked. There was rain everywhere. Unlike the other day that there was rain, and somebody helped me in a car to the church. I didn't see anybody to help me yesterday with a car. I was praying for it, but God did not do it. So I was not like, God, then why did you allow me to go out? Because I was just trying to... See, it was almost like I went out to just go and, I don't want to say go, just go and <laughs> stress myself or, you know, but I, I didn't want to say that. But now that I'm remembering that story of, uh, that example that God gave me, so maybe it's, it's what God wanted me to see. But I still know that God, God will do something remarkable for me to know that. I didn't go out to stress myself. I, I don't know what God will do yet. But let me just say what's one of the things I, that the examples that God gave me. So I went into KFC and, you know, I saw people that were working. Let me say precisely a man, but young boy that was working and, and diligent in his work. You understand? Then I saw people that were sitting, eating, you know, and uh, God, you know, imagination just came into my brain that let's assume that somebody rich now comes to that place, maybe a young, one of the children of that young, of, uh, of that person that's come you know people usually go out with their family let's say that the family came and they are rich and the children came and 
you understand or maybe even the mom or the father or anybody there will be like you this you this uh, ordinary labor it's just an imagination it didn't happen and i don't think it can happen but i just imagine something like that's happening you know it happens a lot to people especially in nigeria where the gap between rich and poor is very high in this country there's no too much gap they all they like put everybody on the same level but when they say they put everybody in the same level it means that whether you are rich whether you are poor you buy the same you can go to the supermarkets you can go to restaurants you know so far you have that money you don't have to be so rich before you can do all these things but in nigeria if you don't have some kind of money you can't go to supermarkets everything you need you can get it by the roadside but in a country like this it's almost like everybody's on the same level you understand the in fact if you are not rich they they make life comfortable for you in such a way that you won't feel bad with yourself that you, are, you don't have money you understand so i'm not saying it happens it's just an imagination so I imagine that somebody now be like and read this ordinary worker do you know how much my daughter has and true true they have the money true true you understand and this person is just working, using his own energy to make money that is not even up to the money that that girl has, even without doing anything. You understand? You know, this life is in stages. God made me to understand. There is a stage where you have to labor. And there is a stage where you stay inside working and Money is still coming in for you. You don't have to labor your body. But it's in stages. You must labor before you get to that stage. You understand? God has made me to pass through all the stages. That's why I can say it. You must. Because if you don't, that energy, you will use it for something else. We as human beings, that's how God created us. If we are not using... You see... Let me use another example to explain that energy thing. When I was very sick, before I do one post, I'm tired. Look at it today. I, I eat and, uh, and I regain my strength again. That is how it is. There comes a time where our body is very, very weak. At this age that we are, we have enough energy to do a lot of things. You understand? We have so much energy. When I was sick, some people, some people's body on a normal, normal... That's how their body is. That my sick, my sick body. That's how their body is on normal, normal. Like, it gets with time that our body becomes weak. Even when you really want to do so many things. God forbid sickness. There are some people that in their old age, they are sick. But let's say that you are not even sick. The body cannot continually, uh, an elderly man's body cannot be as strong as younger. So that is why at that age, you must labor. So that by the time you are you are 50 and your strength has reduced, you are not using that strength to go and be doing slavery for another boy, for a younger boy. You understand? So if at that age you have a lot of energy, use it. You are you are not on the wrong path. Stop pursuing money. It's good to, to say you want money. Of course, the reason why all of us we are working is for money. But when I say stop pursuing money, like pursue those things that will make you to have the money more than that money. Because if you are just pursuing the money, 
then it will lead you to anything for the money. And that's not God's plans for our lives. When God created the Garden of Eden, it's possible God said, Adam, just sit down. I will create. So because the Bible said that dew used to come from the ground and it will fill the, the trees and make everything to be green. You understand? You get. That is to say that it is possible God will say, Adam, just sit down. I will bring something from the ground that all this leaf will just pack itself. It's possible, isn't it? But God said, till the ground, take care of the garden, go around, give names to all these things. He was using that energy. That is how God created us as human beings. So there is there is dignity in labor. Nowadays, you, you see another thing that God told me recently. I was like, God, all my videos, I've not started being paid on YouTube. Oh God, God, what will I do? And God said, work more. You understand? Oh, my podcast, people are not yet listening to me. He said, do more. You understand? Uh, blogging, people have not started reading. Do more. By the time you do it as much as possible, when it gets to the time, they will start looking at it. They'll start reading it. They'll start watching it. They'll start listening to it. Look at it now. I have 315 or maybe 17 or maybe 27. I don't even know. I shall not theory something, something. You understand? When, if, if it's only one I have, they will not be there now. It will not reach 300 and something, something. And this is the stage I have the energy to do as much as possible. You understand? Someone like, um, Pastor, uh, what's his name? Pastor Olukoya. Yeah. You know, he always says that when he first started his ministry, he was always doing so much, everything. He and his wife, they were always doing so many things at the same time. They were driver, they were this, they were that, they were all of them. But now, he just preach alone. He's no longer the driver. There are people that will do the driver for him. You understand? So that's it. That is the stage. The stage God has given us to do that labor. You know, something again happened at that cafe today. I call it cafe, that KFC, but I'm not trying to make more clear of, of that situation. So I don't know if I should say it. I don't know if God wants me to say it. But if God wants me to say it, what I would have said about the situation is that the Lord wants us to use our energy now that we are young to build an empire. So so that by the time we get to a, a, a higher age, we can rest. We can check our pockets and there is money there. Is dignity, is integrity. Don't be after the money. It's men that fall into all these temptations more. Some of you, all what you are using your money to do is to carry Olosho. And then the following day, you you treat the Olosho as if she's no man being. Whereas you, you have lost a lot. You will actually think, eh, she's trash. Get out. I don't want to see you again. But you put your manhood inside the person you are telling to get out. You know, many men, the way they behave, they, they don't, they actually lack understanding, like the Bible says. Vo- void of understanding, that is the English. 
And when you say void of understanding, it means small understanding like this, you know, get shishi, you know, the shishi and understanding, you know, get. You don't know what you are doing, you don't know the implication of what you are doing. And that's why God has created a channel like this to open your eyes, to open your understanding, to make you see understanding in your head, to make you receive sense, if that is a better English to use. To know that what you are doing is destruction. It will destroy you. It will take away from you. You will be left. You will be left with nothing. At that age, is the age you should be after. How will I work? And I want to read a Bible passage to buttress that. That is in Hebrews. No, it's not Hebrews. First Timothy. First Timothy chapter five. First Timothy chapter five verse verse six. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. You want to ask why did God bring this passage to what we are saying, Abby? It's because of that second second example that God showed me at that KFC to uh, yesterday. I, I really don't want to go into details, but, you know, God was shown to me that, you know, so many, so many examples, so many examples. It's not at that higher age that God wants you to, to start struggling. It is this younger age. If God gives you the chance to have a job in a big company, it is not that stage that you should now be spending the money anyhow. That should be the stage where you should learn, you should know how to, to plan an empire for yourself. You know, I told a guy when I was still searching for a job, I told him, the reason why I'm just searching for this job is because I need to build an empire for myself because there are lots of things I need to do. You know, like all these podcasts, all these writing books and stuff like that. Like, so I can be able to advertise them. You understand? I told him that is the reason why I was looking for all these jobs. Like, okay, if you can just pay me one time or two months or three months, I can invest the money into all these things that God wants me to do. You know, that is how it should be. Even if you are working in a particular company now, if God, if you are one of those that, that God take you through that path of first of all working for people for me god didn't allow me to go through that path i prayed many times i cried many times god will answer other prayers he will leave that one aside and later god had to make me see that many of these companies are are not godly you understand they're not godly that's why he's not allowing me to go there he wants me to create company that can make people become godly Imagine a company that they say, come and do modeling and wear pants and bra. Or they invite me to a movie. They say I should be kissing and romancing. Even if they will give me money. But have I not diverted from the plan of God for me? You understand? So that's it. So God was just... What I'm just trying to say there is that if God gives you that chance, let it be in you that the reason why you have this job or the money you are getting from there is how to plan that money so that in your old age you can have freedom financial freedom that's why one of the topics we did yesterday that you are not a failure if in your 20s you don't have everything you are not a failure don't let anybody look at you like yeah you are 
you are you are behind if they say you are behind don't answer them they are not for god you still have 30 you still have 40 you still have 50 you still have 60 you still have 70 80 90 some people are even reaching 100 today imagine if you have everything and that's 20 and by 40 you you lost everything so that's why you have to grow 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 watching things grow is very beautiful i don't know maybe men don't understand this thing but these are the things god wants you to know a lot of women are not making men to see these things but god is calling me out to teach to teach men to see it a lot of men are losing their destinies because they are rushing they are rushing they are trying to compare themselves with their friends don't do it let the wisdom of god be in you let's understanding of things of the things that will make your life better let it be inside your head may god help us so we have talked about it, that it has dignity it is integrity it is integrity if god doesn't allow you to do that kind of liberal job fine but if god allows you to go through that path accept it don't rush more than the plans of god for you it has its own dignity Whatever you use your own labor to do, it has dignity. Like the example I was trying to compare, that if somebody insult that man, do you know that there's a lot of dignity and respect and integrity in that man laboring for that money? It's better than him pursuing girls around. It's better than him doing rituals. Rituals will lose, will make you lose your integrity now. Sleeping with different girls will make you lose your integrity. It will take your peace of mind away from you. It will lower you. You will feel like you are you are you are you are below. I don't know how it makes you feel, but you know, I used to read a lot of quotes online. They say men that sleep around, they are trying to make themselves feel good, which means they are actually feeling bad before. They are trying to make themselves feel in authority, like they are in control, something like that. Which means the, the ones you have been sleeping with, they make you to lose control and authority over over yourself and over you know you feel like you are worthless so they are not trying to feel that they are they have dignity but if you don't even go around doing all these things your integrity your your everything will still be there those guys you are seeing in the club they are always spending money spending money you know them when they get to their closet they are depressed that's why you see them smoking in both smoking in their smoking different things drinking strong alcohol to cover it up small situations small heartbreak they have they are already drinking and destroying their bodies but you that your integrity you are protecting it by working by doing jobs with integrity it's not a bad thing so the manually needs to you as someone that god has raised up in this generation to talk to men men they don't like to listen to people but this one you will listen by force so god is sending me out to preach to you go and look at elderly people that that's in their younger age they were always after the money to spend it on girls on 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 a few things you know after the money after the offerings go and look at them in their old age many of them don't have anything they don't even have wife all the girls that they were sleeping with, sleeping with, they all left there when the money vanished. 
They didn't create marriage. They didn't have children. Many of them, even if they have children, the children left them. So this is a topic to make us to have understanding. And what do we mean by understanding? To make us to know that this thing, if I continue to do it, is dangerous. So that is the meaning of the understanding. May God help us. If there is still more of this topic, God will give us another topic so that we can talk about it. But we end this one here and we leave the rest to the Holy Spirit to explain. The next topic is still almost like the same series. So if there is more to talk about, God will lead us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word of God that has gone out. Father, we are praying that you help us to do your will. It's very hard in a life like this that uh, we have a lot of people that are trying to show off and make people to feel like they are nothing, they are worthless, they are useless. Like that example I used, if there was a situation like that, you know, that man would go and think, ha, oh, maybe he too he should just go and have money. No, but at that time, that is even more why you have to continue to do that work diligently. Because that is where the integrity lies. Going after the money without working is not right. If if you are from a rich home where you don't have to work, no problem. But if you have to work, please work. There's integrity in working. There is a lot of integrity in working. It will save you from from spending your time on any hour. It will save you from spending your money on on things that are not right. Imagine some people now, they're always spending their money on girls. If it's just more money you have, you know, you will not need to spend all those kind of money. You'll be able to know that, okay, oh, maybe I need to study more, maybe I need to do master, maybe I need to do PhD. You will spend it on it. Maybe I need to create company. It's the same money they go and spend at that club that people are using to do all this... Uh, courses online, all these things. But because they 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 were after the money alone, they didn't look out for the integrity. Integrity is we make you to do right things at the right time. Father, the word of God has gone out. Please let it do what you are saying that to do. Let it bring us closer to yourself. Let it help us to do your will in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, I also pray that you fill me with the Holy Spirit. You refill me up with the power of God in the name of Jesus. Help me also that I will remain in you. And I will continue to be on your side and also do those things you are asking me to preach in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answer prayers. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Bye.